Welcome back to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast with Tolly Talks and Arnold Reasons. Okay, what episode is this? 46. What's going on in the is world, it? Tolly? It is, bro. Wow. Episode 46. We're almost at episode 50. I'm telling you. Wow. We've got to do something special for episode 50. So I think we would love to hear from you guys. What should we do for episode 50? What should That's we do? That's a good question. Maybe we yeah, should do a bit so... of a giveaway. Okay, do you know what? I will add a dunamis item to the giveaway. So for those who maybe don't understand what that means, do you want to demonstrate the the green dunamis tee that you're wearing right now? Yeah, on this one, I think it's the worship one. Come on. Hold on, the mic's blocking it, bro. The mic doesn't want us to be great today. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the worship piece. Walk around this broken world and let people Represent. know that you give your worship to the one and only. It's a good conversation you know. start. You've got some really good other ones as well, right? Yeah, so the the caveat is it will be a sample. So, you know, whoever whoever wins, we will uh yeah. I'll FaceTime with them or WhatsApp video, or whatever, and I'll show them the samples yeah. and they can pick something from the samples. So I think the there samples we've got go. at the moment are Love God, Love People on the middle which actually mm. shout out to mrs k she uh she Come reloaded on. my logo for me um so we've got the <laughs> oh, love god love people and then i think we've got some loved ones as well um that are quite yeah. nice so big love on the back so yeah that can be part of the giveaway sounds good bro sounds good look at that people we aren't just people that record podcasts we're people that love indeed not just in wood so look at that <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> Might some church situations, bro. <laughs> wow. Anyway, let wow. me not start. That's Any, honestly, I'm like, where are you going right now? Where are you no, going? No, no, that? no. I'm just, I'm messing around. I'm messing around. <laughs> but um, yeah, back to back to what I was. Yeah, what's going on in the world right now, man? I think so. Before we started recording, you were stuck in the middle of a whole little drama, weren't you? So do you know what? We can talk about if you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. If you stay ready. Because um, we were, yeah, I was talking to Arnold on the phone and today there are, what is that? I don't know if it's petrol shortages or people are basically panicked buying yeah. petrol. Yeah. And um, I was on the phone to Arnold who was saying about how the queues were um, near his place. And okay. I'd been in the office a couple of times this week. So my, my fuel gauge is on like empty, like zero mm. yellow lights, everything. And on Sunday, I've got to go into London for church and then to do some other stuff. So I actually needed petrol. So I was like, okay, let me actually go out and get petrol right now. When I get to the petrol station, um, the queues are already starting. But I also see that there's a camera crew and a news presenter at the station. And so so I called Arnold because there was one time, yeah, when we were going for my stag (laughs) And... (laughs) Arnold was about to leave the house and so we were going somewhere quite nice so you know we were going to wear shoes and all that kind of stuff but Arnold was wearing trainers to just drive and he was wearing like some black trainers that I think they were your gym trainers or something like that yeah 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 yeah. uh, as he was about to leave the house his wife was like um where do you think you're going dressed like that he's like no baby no baby 
what what are you talking about? Like, I'm just yeah. going in the car, you know, like, what do you mean? She's like, no, you've got some other black trainers that are a bit nicer. And he's like, but they're literally just to drive. Like, to drive, yeah. Just, I'm just driving. She's like, yeah, but what if you have to stop? And then <laughs> someone sees you on the side of the road and you're looking all raggedy. And we're both like, <laughs> what? It's not that deep. Like, that's where it's we're really at. It's not, not that deep. It's, it's not a big deal. It's just, you know... <laughs> And so, but Arnold was, Arnold was, you know, he listened to the, to the Holy Spirit through his wife and you know, he switched <laughs> up the shoes. And to be fair, it did actually look better, right? And so sometimes sure. we thought, it, it looks better, it looks better. And sometimes we've joked about that, right? And so when this happened today, when I got to the, to the petrol station <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I saw the, the news cameras, I called Arnold and I'm like, bro, do you remember that thing that Nash told you, yeah? The voice Wait. of my wife was in his ear. Oh, because let me tell you this, yeah. You can see, like, the, the T-shirt is okay. But what you don't know is mm. that on the bottom half, you know when people have been working from home and they've got, you know, business on the top <laughs> half and, like, tracksuit on the bottom. So, like, the yeah. bottom half right now, I'm wearing, like, pyjama bottoms, basically. Um, and they're actually the same colour as this. So it looks like I'm wearing yeah. some kind of weird onesie. But they're the same colour, but not quite... You know, my feet, yeah. they're not creamed. I'm looking all ashy. <laughs> and as, as I pull up to the station, the, the news camera is literally on my petrol pump. Yeah? So I'm thinking, right. oh, man. So I'm calling Ardo and saying, you know, you know when Nash said that thing? Yeah, we thought it was crazy. Like, what are the things that could happen? This yeah. literally just happened. There is an actual news crew, <laughs> you know, about to record. And so I'm thinking, yeah. oh, I bet it's like local news or something dead like that. You know, no one will ever see it, right? No one will ever see it. And as I'm filling up my petrol and trying to hide, you know, myself behind my car and all this, I can hear them talking to the car behind me. And she's like, oh, we're from Sky News. I said, what? Firstly, I work with Sky. Yeah. Secondly, this is like national news. This isn't just, you know, you know, the local Twyford news. No, no, no. This is yeah. like nationally broadcasted. And I said, she was right <laughs> my cheeks man <laughs> <laughs> and look at my hair my like cheeks. I haven't had a haircut my beard is unkempt and I'm just thinking what is happening right now what is happening and so you know as I'm I filled up my car and I think oh yeah I've escaped it and I said oh I just said oh so you're from Sky News I work at Sky too just trying to be nice she said oh okay do you want to would you mind talking to us and I'm like <laughs> Now I can't even say no because you can't, you can't. Now this is basically work. These are your you know, people, to, yeah. These are my peoples. You know, they're getting a hard time from people. And I said, oh, do you know what? Fine. So I got on the camera looking like this, you know, and they might not use it. They might, but the moment came. The moment came. It says be ready in and out of season. You know, and I got, caught, I got found wanting because, you know. So for me, it's that thing of staying ready is really important. Mm. Mm, for real man and obviously when Tolly shared that message I said to him straight away I've heard the voice of my wife <laughs> like, <laughs> and in a good and godly way actually as well yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. because so, yeah, this, is, this is actually a really interesting thing right because I think that sometimes as men where we're the lead like sometimes mm. we can overlook you know the voices of our wife sometimes but like yeah. God has put them there for a reason you know, and actually it's at our own detriment that we don't listen to to the voices of our wife sometimes, you know? Yeah. And you know what? Maybe it's an extreme application or extreme inter misinterpretation of when God said, 
because you have listened to the voice of your wife to Adam that some men now think that that means that you know that's now we don't listen to anything at all because that's, that's what it is like I think it and I think that that kind of an interpretation only comes from I don't know man those Maybe. people didn't want to listen to their wives anyway yeah yeah and you know what? maybe that's what it is maybe it just affirms what was already there because i think when i think about good leadership mm. scripturally speaking and even just what i've seen in life as well like the best leaders that i've seen are the ones that know how to make use of the team rather than yeah. just basically steamroll the whole thing because naturally like if you want to talk about within the body right some of us are teachers some of us are more evangelistically inclined. Mm. Some of us are more um, geared towards hospitality and administration. Like, mm. Mm. but if the person who is the teacher says, okay, no, we're going to administrate the way that I say we should administrate, or we should do the evangelism the way that I think we should do the evangelism, what you might miss out on is the excellence that the people who are really gifted in those areas can actually bring and contribute to the, to the conversation and to the team's outputs as well. And then on the flip side as well, the other thing is that we've all got different perspectives. We've got different experiences, different ways of seeing things. And mm. I'll tell you for free, like I've there's so many times where in conversations with my wife, she's seen things and said things that I thought, mm, I didn't even see that. And so if anything, like there's a benefit in being able right. to to get the balance right and stuff. I agree. Like I'm still very early in this having a wife journey tomorrow is actually like mark's month four so i'm still very early yeah i'm still very early in this but i've already had so many examples where god is like see she she said that you know like Mm. she said stuff and actually like sometimes i follow through with it and sometimes i do it and i see the outcome Mm. sometimes i don't and i also see the outcome you know it's not to say like every single thing is it's not always one way but it's like having that openness um, yeah. To to listen, having that openness to even just consider. Um, yeah. It was really interesting. I was actually having a conversation and um, with two guys, both of whom were actually pastors, um, and we were just having lunch together and stuff. And there was just this really interesting moment where they were like, you know, both of their wives had advised them about something in a certain scenario, very similar scenarios, mm. and mm. they both turned around and said, "I wish I'd listened more to my wife at the time." And it wasn't mm. like, I wish I'd just done what she told me to do. But one of yeah, them said, yeah, yeah. I wish I'd at least considered it. I wish I'd at mm. least asked more questions. I wish I'd at least, you know, try to probe it a bit more and understand it. Because it might not have necessarily changed the outcome. But yeah. it might have just helped his thinking or helped his processing. It might have changed the outcome. But yeah, for yeah, me, yeah. what I took from it was really that element of consideration like listening Mm. listening isn't always obeying and doing what people say but at least we listen we hear it we process through together and that actually brings Mm. more voices out to the table because you don't know it might not be that situation but in another situation if your wife is not comfortable to speak up because she feels like you don't listen you're going to miss out on that altogether why are we talking about this (laughs) i don't know i don't have any idea how (laughs) someone needs to hear this someone needs to listen (laughs) listen literally that one was from the heavens above (laughs) so yeah swiftly moving on (laughs) yeah i i need to hear it right and it's uh, something that i need to remember on a on a more regular basis but i think there's definitely people that need to hear this 
And you know what, even on what you said as well about it might not change the outcome, sometimes it might not change the outcome of what you're working towards or making a decision on, but sometimes mm. it can change the outcome of how your wife actually feels and relates to you. And I've For had sure. to learn that the hard way because there's times when I've got it wrong and I've realized that as a result of me not hearing or considering, um, at least considering what she said in the moment, mm. it has, it's, it's obviously affected the way that she feels and the way that mm. she feels about her voice being heard and stuff like that. So, so yeah, man. So you know what, I think in general, some ways, man. it's almost more dangerous when it goes right and that goes unnoticed because it reinforces That's what real. you think in your yeah. head. Like, yeah. well, the situation was fine. You know, yeah. but you're missing out on the point that actually <laughs> <laughs> it's not all good on the home front, buddy. Like there is mm. actually underlying stuff that has now happened that yes, the outcome was okay. Mm. But actually the heart, you know, my heart towards listening and her heart towards actually how does she feel valued has now changed. And that's that's actually dangerous. No, for sure. For sure. And it reminds me of the scripture i can't find it right now but it speaks about dwelling with your wife with understanding understanding mm. and i feel like that's been one of the the big things that i've really and i still i'm really trying to perfect and get better at mm. because the outcome is going to be the outcome like that's not always the most important thing but if we're in this thing for life then the outcome is going to come and go but we're going to be here right. in it and so let's try and make the best of it because <laughs> you can win but really lose 100% like the outcome might look great but how you got because that's the thing you know they say like the ends justifies the means like sometimes yeah. no like you'd be better off with a you know an outcome where it looks like you might have failed or whatever but if you how you get there is right yeah. you know if you always do things the right way then the outcomes will come in the end you know yeah. but yeah and I think there's there's even the second layer of the lesson in it as well is when things don't go the way that you expected and when you do realize that maybe I should have considered what my wife said mm. do you have the humility to lead well in being able to own that mm. and apologize and stuff but humble pie does not taste good it's not you know I've got a freezer full of it so <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think that's enough. Love, marriage, and where did husbandry. that come from? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, where are we right now? Where are we going with this? Yeah. <laughs> but I think we were talking. We started out um, talking about the the panic buying that's going on at the moment, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So how are you processing that? Because I hadn't up until I think I had a phone call this morning. I haven't been watching the news or anything, so I didn't know much no, about what was going on. Um, until one of my brothers was telling me about, you know, this is what's going on. There's potentially going to be shortages with food that they're talking about because of these fuel issues and this and gas, I think, is the root of it or something like that. Mm. Um, but how are you processing it all from what you from what you do know? <sighs> to be honest, it's just a very weird situation mm. um, because in some ways it feels like everything is building up to this kind of perfect storm of chaos. That's how it feels yeah. right now. You know, mm. and I think I'm trying to walk the line between kind of wisdom and fear, if that makes sense. Mm. Because what you're seeing now is people are panic buying, right? And even like the lady when she was doing the the Sky News interview, she was asking me like, "Oh, are you panic buying?" 
And so I'm like, no, I'm not panic buying. I actually need fuel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I've come here to fill up 10, you know, petrol cans and take them home. Like yeah. my car is literally empty. And yeah. for me, it's that thing of, I definitely felt like when we were talking, it was like, go buy fuel, you know, but I wasn't afraid, yeah. but it was like, go and buy fuel. That, okay. And that was the wisdom for the day. <laughs> exactly. Is go and buy fuel. And even like in thinking about the food shortages and stuff, like our freezer is not very big. And I'm considering, you know, do I buy a chest freezer that I keep in the garage and actually we keep a little bit of extra food? And mm. I'm just, what I find interesting. So, for example, when the Israelites were in the desert and manna was coming to them, there were mm. days when it just said, just collect the food for today. There were also days on the Sabbath where God said, the day before, collect double the food. Mm. You know, so it's not like a one size fits all. It's not like a never yeah. store up food for the next day. But it's also not yeah, like yeah, always yeah. hoard food and store it up, you know, because there mm. have been times even earlier, like a few weeks ago, when people were panic buying water and stuff. And I was starting to buy water. And I could see yeah. there were only like two or three left. And I was like, oh, do I just take yeah. them just in case? And it was like, no, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah, was yeah, really yeah. weird. Like every time I went to take it, it was like, no, don't do that. Just take what you need. Yeah. And then yeah. next time come back and get some more. So it's like, it's different in different scenarios. But it's for me, it's coming from where's my heart at with it? Like, why am I actually yeah. taking this action? That's good. That's really good. And you know what? Like, one of the things that it just reminds me of is everything that started back in March last year when Corona kicked off mm. and the pandemic mm. kicked off then. People were panic buying mm. toilet roll, like stacking it up to the ceiling. Toilet like, roll ain't gonna save you. was being bought. You can't even eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, anyway, I was about to say a bad joke. No, not here. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Um, but that's what it reminds me of. And I think one of the things that's kind of in my thoughts is, all right, cool. We're like 18 to 20 odd months on from when this kicked off originally last year. Mm. Have we learned our lessons? Like what have we learned from no. the first time round? Because I think to see almost like, granted, it's not a global pandemic on the same level as quote unquote Corona was, but mm. It's another, it's another situation in the world that's going on, which is leading to a lot of fear, a lot of fear for the future, fear of the future um, and uncertainty. Mm. Whereas me, and I don't know, maybe, I don't know, some might call it just lackadaisical, some might say it's just foolishness, but I'm actually really chilled. Um, and I think chilled from the point of view, like in terms of my fuel tank, I've got half a tank at the moment. Mm. And when I drove past the petrol station and I saw all those cars lined up, I was like, I have no reason to drain them. When I thought about my journeys ahead, like I'm good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and I think it's just trying to remember to stay in that place where, Balance. yes, we see out there in the world that all of these mm. things are going on. Yes, we see all of these different voices and influences telling us to, to be afraid and to, to fear and stuff. And I think it's literally just getting the balance right of what's right for your home because do you know what like when you were speaking about the children of israel i was thinking about um joseph in mm. genesis mm. and how there was a very clear instruction on or a very clear um foresight and and revelation from god about the seven years of lack that would come after the seven years of plenty mm. and so in that situation that's what was right 
Mm. Um, but sometimes it's not right. <laughs> so it comes it's down using to wisdom. And I think, yeah, yeah, and using wisdom. And I think not, I think the big thing for me is not allowing the motivating factor or the driving force to be fit. Because that's when you know that whatever it is, if fear you're is what's wrong. driving it, you're in error. <laughs> Even if, and this is the whole thing that we were talking about before about mm. how the outcome isn't the most important thing, but it's about the thing that goes into it and stuff. So if fear is what drives it and fear is what's driving mm. the decisions, mm. then then that's a problem. Um, because it says whatever isn't of faith is sin. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Come you on. could do the right thing but from a motivation yeah. of fear. And that's actually in a way sin because you're not doing it from faith. Yeah, yeah. You know, so whatever we do, like, am I doing this from a place of faith? Am I doing this from yeah. like, because it also says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So mm. what we do should be guided by the word, whether that's the written word, what we see there, or the word mm. that God is speaking to you, you know, because sometimes mm. God will be like, do this. And you'll be like, mm. I heard this story, right, about this guy and he felt like God was telling him to buy salt, like yeah. ri- like ridiculous amounts of salt. And he yeah. was like, okay. <laughs> and then <laughs> a period of time later, there yeah. were really bad snowstorms where he lived. Yeah. And they needed salt to clear the roads. And so yeah. he then sold the salt to the government or the council or whoever Prof. it is profit <laughs> and god, he just god told him to buy salt and it's like <laughs> why that's not in the bible you know buy yeah, salt. Yeah, 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 no. yeah. but that was the word of god for him for that moment in time for sure and his obedience to that prepared him for something that he could have <laughs> never seen so for me <laughs> like what what is the word that god is saying to me at this moment in time <laughs> me stepping out in faith on that and doing that and then <laughs> whatever happens happens the outcome will be the outcome god is God has mm. planned that for me. He's already ahead of me. He knows what I'll need. Mm. Do you know what? Yeah, I've been thinking about buying a freezer. Like it's been coming on and off to me for like weeks. Maybe really? I'm like, once we get off this, I am yeah. ordering a freezer. It's getting delivered tomorrow because it keeps coming. It keeps coming. And I just haven't been I've got doing one right it. here. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> yeah, a little fish freezer. <laughs> yeah, just just a little something. I'm not gonna then stack my garage like it's gonna be a nuclear war, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I will you know be led on okay this is what we need to buy because there are elements of there is wisdom and god knows what is coming mm. you know but i'm i don't want to be doing things from a place of fear i don't mm. that's good man um and yeah man gotta lose the shame like it's not about what other people think or other people say and i think even understanding that sometimes what you need to do in your specific instruction in that moment might be very different from what the next person's is mm-hmm. and i think that's part of the whole living our lives in submission mm. and knowing that our lives are not our own like we literally are vessels in in his hands and so if he chooses to use one to stack up toilet paper if that's what god's got you on then you do your thing like stack it up till the kingdom comes because it might uh, be for other people <laughs> it yeah. might actually be for other people and look at the strategy that you know, like this is me just thinking like on a strategic mm. level like mm. if i was good mm. i could imagine why it would make sense to have one person stack up a ton of this another one stack mm. up a ton of that another mm. one maybe not have much because they need to learn a lesson about god providing this one mm. do you get what i'm saying like everyone you can see different. how everyone's different but it's part of a bigger picture that he's obviously painting mm. that's good it's man. so interesting it's so so interesting for sure and i think on that as well 
probably the question that comes to mind is what what is it that helps you to stay in faith when the world is going mad like when you're seeing all of these crazy huh. things going on in the news you're seeing the cars stacking full out filling out the petrol stations like how do you stay level and how do you stay confident in in god i think for me like and maybe this is a bit far yeah but mm. the way i see it is look no matter what happens we win yeah like Come if on. this is really it if this is really the end yeah. of the world <laughs> okay like this world is like it's crazy like it's not yeah. even like so do you remember like two years ago yeah you could wake yeah. up one morning and say do you know what i want to go to norway today yeah you could just go you could actually yeah. just do like the world was a very mm. different place and mm. even in that state that the world was then it was really fun but that is still nothing compared to where we're going Mm. this world right now in a lot of ways it's not even fun mm. like mm. you have to think about hugging your friends yeah like yeah. what what world are yeah. we living in like so for me i just see it through to end okay what's the worst case scenario let's say i don't have mm. fuel i don't have food i don't have anything and let's say okay actually worst case scenario is that we die it says to yeah. live is christ and to die is gain Come so on. for me i see it through to end and i say do you know what no matter what happens we win you know, yeah. if I have to be here, then God has something for me to do here. And actually mm. in that, I will find the contentment that I need. Mm. You know, because Paul was saying about how in whatever situation he's in, he's been able to find contentment, which is really mm. where that, like, I can do all things through Christ comes from, you know? Mm-hmm. And so actually for me, I'm just thinking, well, let's say I don't have petrol. Let's say I don't have this and I don't have that. Like God mm. is still faithful. God is still good. We still mm. win. We still overcome. So for me, mm. what's the point in panicking and having a miserable life in yeah. my head? There's no point. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no point. And, and you know, the interesting thing about that is that I really feel like that comes from having an eternal perspective. Mm. Like, almost having your mind, yes, you're in the world, yes, you're living your day-to-day, yes, you're involved in whatever you're involved in, you go to work, your husband, father, whatever you are, wife, mm. mother, like... But on top of all of these things, we realize that the overriding principle is that this life is temporary. There's a bigger eternity that we are going towards. And I think the closer that we keep that in our minds and in our thoughts, like the more it helps us to make sense of even the worst case scenario, like you were basically saying, because that's that's a similar thought process I go through as well, is Mm. I, I try to really remain as much as I have great things I enjoy about the here and now, I try to remain close to that kind of eternal perspective mm. because man we really do win man new heavens new earth right <laughs> streets of gold no pain no suffering no more tears Bruv, like we get new bodies a big w yeah <laughs> like, like <laughs> <come on. laughs> and, and it doesn't it doesn't take away from the fact that look stuff is hard in this world yeah you know yeah. and it's not to like gloss over that mm. but and this might be a gross misquote but it basically says you know in this in this world you will have troubles exactly. you know but be of good cheer for i have overcome the world that's the bit i wasn't sure if yeah. that follows straight after yeah. that yeah 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 it does you know i'm googling it now just to want to reach her receipt because okay so it says yes thank the lord john 16 i told you you're safe bro <laughs> bro i don't take it for granted i don't want to <laughs> but you see what just happened there any anybody watching should should see that and benefit from that 
even if the brother tells him you're good you're safe he needs to be a brain and go and check it for because guess what <laughs> he's gonna have to give an account for all of his words not me <laughs> arnold's not gonna be there arnold's not gonna be my lawyer I'm not. but i told him arnold's he was just safe. gonna be no. chilling like <laughs> <laughs> you're on your own bro <laughs> literally john 16 so yeah you're gonna say three yeah it says i have told you all this so that you may have peace in me here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows but take heart because i have overcome the world brother john sixteen thirty three. yeah you know what let's even reverse a little bit okay i want i want us to talk about the things that he was telling us as well or he was telling the okay. disciples at that time true true you're you're funny you're saying, i was even gonna yeah go, go on, on go on go on I was going to say people go read it themselves, but let's do that. Now, today I want it, man. I've got space <laughs> for this one. <laughs> um, ah, do you know what? This even, even starts in the earlier chapter. They can go and read chapter 15. But even from verse 1, mm. I've said all these things to keep you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. I have said all these things to you to keep you from falling away. They will put you out of the synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he is offering service to God. Wow. And they will do these things because they have not known the Father nor me. But I have said these things to you, that when the hour comes, you may remember that I told them to you. That title you started off with is so, so apt. Stay ready. Be ready. Say it one more time. Uh, Say it one more time. If you stay ready, you don't got to get ready because this is literally what it's feeding into like imagine being told all of these things and i feel like because for some of us in places like the western world this isn't our direct and like over experience where they're coming into our workplaces chopping off Mm. our heads like taking us Mm. into court because we're preaching in the name of jesus we don't know that life we're Mm. so far from it that Mm. we like it just takes away the whole wider perspective we're supposed to have um, he says, I did not say these things to you from the beginning because I was with you, but now I am going to him who sent me and none mm. of you asked me, where are you going? But because mm. I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. <laughs> they heard all these things. Sorrow, sorrow filled, their heart. filled their heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away for I do not go for if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. Mm. You guys can go and read the rest because it is definitely very, very full on. And I think even if like that was verse 33 at the end. Yeah. I went all the way back. <laughs> you went all the way back. And there's so there is so much stuff in there. Yeah. So much stuff. And listen to this in verse 25. Uh, yeah. There's so much goodness in here. Yeah. It says in verse 25. Okay, okay, let's go to verse 23. <laughs> no, let's go to verse 22. It says, That's where I started. What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it says, yeah. Therefore, no, okay, let's, let's go to 21. <laughs> it says, A woman when she is in labor has sorrow because her hour has come. But as soon yeah. as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers mm. the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world therefore now you have sorrow but i will see you again and your heart will rejoice and your joy no one will take from you and in that day you will ask me nothing 
Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give to you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. These things I've spoken to you in figurative language, but the time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figurative language, but I will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day, you will ask in my name, and I do not say that I shall pray the Father for you, for the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I have come forth from God. I came forth from the Father and have come into the world. Again, I leave the world and go to the Father. And then, you know, verse 29 and to 31, his disciples are talking. And Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Indeed, the hour is coming. Yes, has now come that you will be scattered, each to his own, and will leave me alone. And yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. And I think for me, what this talks about is, you know, what we were just saying about actually having an eternal perspective. Yeah, yeah. Because it says about, you know, when the woman's in labor, it's painful, it's hard, it's tough. You know, but after that, she has no memory of the anguish no memory of the pain because of what has come forth from that and it's like when it says about how for the joy set before him he endured the cross yeah yeah you know that joy is eternal that he was looking at eternity he was looking at the end result he was looking at you and i becoming part of the family like that's the joy that was set before him and that strengthened him to enjoy and endure the cross because it says even the joy of the lord is our strength you know so that joy set before him helped him to then endure and helped him to stay the course and so it's the same thing for me as like the joy that we know is coming is what helps us to navigate through this madness that is currently happening in the world That is so, so good. And you know what? Even on that verse, he's... One of the things that stood out to me is how he says, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. Me, you and may then he talks peace. about the tribulation and the troubles that will be in the world. Mm. But we take heart because he's overcome the world. And it's like, it's really mm. interesting because I feel like... Not even I feel like... I really believe from what I see in scripture that as believers, we are supposed to have the advantage Mm. because the troubles are going to fall on the the ones that believe in the ones that don't like this mm-hmm, is the world mm-hmm, that we mm-hmm. live in mm. like there's going to be a pandemic there's going to be shortages and stuff like that that will come and go there's going to be all of these different things that happen but the thing that gives us and helps us to remain at peace is the fact that we have the advantage and it comes back to the fact that we have we we know the end we know what happens mm. Mm. we know that this is nothing in light of what's to come whereas somebody who doesn't even believe in god or have Mm. any understanding or insight into eternity and all of that stuff Mm. it's like of course it's going to feel like it's the end and that's where it becomes i don't know some might call it irresponsible but your life becomes more precious Mm. and it's not to devalue your life obviously life matters but like again it's that whole balance of knowing that know that your life matters look after your life be faithful and stuff with the life god has given you but don't don't love your life so much that you lose perspective of eternity and you lose perspective of the bigger picture for sure and those are some of the things that come to mind for me man 
because it's even that thing of like you know he who seeks to like keep hold of his life will lose it yeah you yeah. know it's like that desperation of like i have to keep hold of it it's like that's not actually what what it's about you know actually giving that into the hands of god and actually trusting god with that and actually working with god that way that's really where mm. we get our fullness of life mm. for real what do you think from your point of view what do you think it is that keeps some of us from being eternally minded i think you know what it says about how because for me we get that being eternally minded by the renewal of our minds we get that from mm. the word you know it's the word <laughs> that shows us these things what warning tolly is about to send for some of you <laughs> Consider this your warning. Don't take it personal. It's oh my gosh! Faithful this is all of us. Of a friend. This is all of us. This is me too. No, I'm coming for no, myself. No, I know, I know, I know. Bro. <laughs> I'm just letting you and I understand that. Do you understand? Yeah. So there's no disclaimer yeah, needed yeah. for you to give to me and vice versa. But for the listener who might have been listening in for the first time, they might think, "Nah, who are these people oh that gosh. feel they have the right to cut me up like this?" Oh gosh. No, <laughs> it's in love, brother. <laughs> but yeah sorry bro go <laughs> i think that that eternal focus and eternal mindsets come from our renewal of the our, the renewal of our minds with the word right mm. it talks mm. about you know be not conformed to this world mm. you know but be transformed by the renewal of your mind and mm. when we look at the world's mindset it's very much focused on the now the here me my life yeah. you know my wife yeah. my family like it's very much focused on that and it also says about how you know the cares of this world choke the mm. word mm. you know so when we're paying more attention to the cares of this world and it's very easy to do in terms of like you know i want a nicer car i want a better job you know, I want to be able yeah. to do this, this, and that. Those are the yeah. cares of the world that will consume our minds. Yeah. And if we're not putting in the the time and the effort to renew our minds with the word and to actually, you know, uproot the weeds that are coming to choke the word. Come on. Yeah. You know, from our lives and actually like not attaching myself too much to the cares of this world. Like, yeah. do I need money? Do I need a job? Yeah, absolutely. But like is that what my care is in you know is that what mm. i'm feeding mm. with my time and my attention mm. you know that for me is how we get off being eternally minded and into mm. more of a temporal or kind of a carnal mindset is mm. allowing the the cares of the world to choke the word from us mm. because rather than washing our minds and renewing it with the word we're allowing our minds to be polluted by everything else that's coming in. And that happens by default, right? Like just getting up and going to work. Like, it's not like you're going to an environment where you can guarantee that, well, maybe some people, they go to work and they pray because they're with believers 24 seven. That's an amazing experience for some. Right. But for a number of us, that's not the experience that you have. You walk into the mm. office, you have this person raising this politics, that person who's triggering you in that way. Another one that mm. you have to now think about the project you're working on, like all these different things. And don't get me wrong, I, I don't have hell in my experience of work, but it's just, I think the reality of we're just constantly going 
like and all of these different things are feeding information into our mind they're giving us thoughts like mm. when that person ticks you off at work it gives you a ton of thoughts mm. like Mm-mm. and you have to filter what you're going to do with those thoughts mm. when we now Mm-mm. on a break and you're on instagram scrolling that's giving you new thoughts like when you're on the phone call when you're everything that we're doing when you're driving and you see the billboards that are just flashing and telling you need to buy the latest thing that's mm. giving you new thoughts as well and so i feel like that really feel, feeds into um to what you were just explaining bro because that's the thing like you don't have to plant seed plant weeds they yeah. they just seem to yeah. like grow like the yeah. seed comes from somewhere but it's not even an intentional thing that we do you know yeah, the seeds yeah. who knows how they even get there but you have to be very intentional about pulling them out otherwise yeah. they will wreck what is trying to grow there mm. and you know what whilst you were speaking as well something that a question that came to mind for me was do you think that do you think that's part of why god encourages us to be generous interesting what do you mean like and i say that because <clears throat> sorry i didn't even explain the whole question so do you think that's no. because of the fact that we can be i was i listen i was in my head just holy 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 um <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's because like because god knows how attached we can become to the things of this world because he knows mm. that the the more that those attachment levels grow and the lack of a giving kind of attitude is the more you hoard the more you protect the more it's like no this is mine i need to guard it and i can't mm. give, like and it keeps that's the kind of attitude that can very easily feed you into becoming just very natural and earthly because it's almost like well this is it whereas mm. having an eternal and a kingdom perspective mm. one you understand that my father is my provider mm. even the things that i have he provided them there were a day there were days when i had nothing mm. like and so even if i'm in days where i seem to have plenty in a season like he provided it and when i had nothing he was still providing and that's why i'm still alive today to tell the story like mm. so that's kind of like your first or one of the things that you're thinking and then the other thing is that because you know that's true it gives you the confidence that look whether i have much or little like paul was speaking about like i'm content. good i can be content because i know that the things that i need will be supplied and on top of that number 3 in in giving out in being generous in sacrificing anything that you already have mm. like that's something that already it takes faith especially if it's something that costs you something like i'm not talking about you've got a million pound and you give a tenner like i'm talking about mm. something sizable that you know mm, this is a chunk mm. like it's something that is actually costing me it takes faith to give on that level knowing and trusting that you know what even if i give this thing i know god's got me covered and on top of that I- even if god having me covered doesn't mean that it's going to come back in that same way the fact that this person is able to benefit and i'm able to share from the overflow of what god has given me mm. we're good and if i see it in eternity we're even better because guess even what better. that's how you <laughs> use your natural wealth and your natural riches and your natural possessions mm. to invest eternally and bro like sorry i'm on a bit of a rant here but that is like one of the ways that i really try to process a lot of my life i'm as much as you already know that I'm business is kind of one of the things that mm. I see the world mm. through anyway but as much as it's true you see me talking about it through the world I'm honestly very often thinking about mm, how can I stack my kingdom account mm. like how can I how can I mm. take what I have here to really add some extra zeros up there 
I think it's so it's so interesting because in some ways it's all of those things you know yeah. like yes it absolutely keeps our hearts in check you know yeah. it absolutely makes sure that we're not too attached to things and i think that god's heart is to bless us god's heart is to increase yeah. us and this is why you see some of the laws like the law of sowing and reaping right that's really like that's there to bless us you know yeah. and it's a supernatural thing you know the more you sow into other people actually the more blessed you become whether it's here or in heaven like whatever it is but it's yeah. like that meeting of other people's needs and sowing into other people is a very yeah. big kingdom principle so yeah absolutely yeah. it's there to keep our hearts in check and keep our hearts not too attached to things yeah. i also think that it's there as a primary thing to bless us too yeah. you know god wants to bless us but in his wisdom he's made it so that the way that we get more blessing is by being a blessing to other people you know mm. god said to him to abraham you know through that the nations will be blessed basically through you mm. you know that that is god's desire is that mm. people are blessed through us but when you look at abraham yeah. he always had more than enough you yeah. know always so i think yeah like whether it's stacking you know things in our heavenly account or you know opening ways for god to bless us through what we've sown like mm. it's all there for sure because even sometimes the decision might not be to give that chunk of money directly to another person but it might be to put it into something that mm. is then going to be able to be given to hundreds of people thousands of people give which... an example of that so okay you can give a hundred pounds for example to or even just say a thousand pound as a better example you can say right, i'm going to bless this family with a thousand pounds it's part of the overflow i'm going to give it to them and i'm going to trust that it's going to benefit them bless them etc but you could then make a decision and say you know what assuming that you've not been given an instruction by the way like if you're just deciding what to do with your money you may you may make a decision to say you know what i've got a thousand pounds i want to be generous with it how can I use this thousand pounds to mm. set something up that will then be that will then mm. enable me to basically give to multiple people ongoingly more than just mm. that one time? Mm. And it might be that in a few months' time you give a thousand pounds to that family anyway, but that initial one you might make a decision and say, you know what, let me put this into something that will then purely just be focused on blessing other people, or partially, however you put it, whatever's in your heart in it it's so interesting because this is actually a conversation i was having with one, with one of my friends and mm. he makes investments so that he can then with the profits he can give that to charity and we've mm. always been talking about you know because he knows like i pay tithe but he's not christian yeah. so for him i just give money to charity every month right yeah 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 yeah, and yeah, yeah. he's always like he's always kind of like bro you've got it backwards you know actually what you should do <laughs> is actually invest that money and then once it grows yeah. really big then you give that money because yeah. you can help more people mm. you know and so it's interesting what you're saying because that's that's a debate that's very real and i feel like mm. as christians like we have the opportunity to do both you know we have yeah, the opportunity exactly. to because this is a supernatural thing this isn't about me multiplying the money you know this is yeah. about god multiplying the money that's so it. as christians we have the opportunity where look i can absolutely give as i go but mm. I can also consciously invest towards being able to give. Mm. For sure, man. 
Love that. And so for the listeners, if you are listening to this whilst the panic buying is still going on, maybe it's got worse, I don't know. But if you're in, in, in a situation right now where your heart is is not stable, you're not sure what's going on, you're scared, Brother Tolu's got some words of encouragement for you. <laughs> um, I would say go and read actually all of John because mm. what John does is it really explains the love of God for us. Yeah. And in the Bible, it says about how perfect love casts out all fear. Come so on. in understanding the love that God has for us, our fears are kind of put to rest. You know, they, mm. they pale in comparison to the love that God has for us. And even mm. like the John 16 that we read today, like, you know, read that more, meditate on that. Understand that, you know, we have peace in Jesus and actually mm. let that be what kind of what really motivates you. Let that be how you see life is through that lens. Mm. that's good man that's very good encourage yourselves in the scriptures and let it speak to you yeah and remember to have an eternal mindset as well like and that's even with us as well like because i never lose that eternal mindset no for sure zeros are nice money's you know So, yeah. Well, with that said, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. Again, depending on where you're listening to this, we are now, and we didn't actually announce this earlier um, to the to the listeners, but we're now in test mode of posting the visuals to YouTube, the podcast. So if you're listening to this audibly and you want to see our faces and uh, the T-shirt that Tolly was talking about which is going to be a part of a potential giveaway or a part of a giveaway, sorry, it's been pledged already. <laughs> yes, it's done. Check my word out. is my word. <laughs> <laughs> Check us out at Reason to Behold. Um, and if you're watching this on YouTube, you can obviously find us on all the platforms you can see on screen, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and we're also posting on Instagram from time to time. Stay blessed and keep it popping in Jesus. <laughs>